Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin, your backstage pass to the eight and nine figure e-commerce world. Today we are covering a pretty interesting topic, how to free up your time pretty fast. And have you heard about SOPs, standard operation procedures? Those are pretty helpful once you're growing, actually want to read off some of the stuff that you've been doing, especially operational stuff, but as well later on to hand away some of the responsibilities to other people as well. So today we're talking about SOPs and how to have more time with those SOPs and what it is, how it should be built and so on. So I think you can relate to that, you know, you've been doing some stuff and actually you're hiring a new person to take over, let's say you're invoicing, like part of a bookkeeping or let's say onboarding new client. You've been doing that, you know, already like 10, 20 times or so. Everything is pretty obvious for you, but you hire a new person. Maybe they are already have a pretty good experience and so on. Maybe they'll do some stuff on your own, but you're coming from a different background. So you have a certain processes that you're going through because you want to maintain the quality the right communication, the right expectation setting with the client, and, and so on. If we're talking about, let's say, about onboarding a new client. So generally, things are obvious for you. So apart from, you know, let's see, onboarding the person, you'll definitely need to support them to some extent. But if you'll have some operations covered already that could be just read or viewed in the video, imagine how helpful it will be, how easier it will be for that person, but as well for you as well. So generally, you know, standard operation procedures are some of the things, especially the things that you have been doing that already, like not the first and not a second time. You've been doing that already, you know, a few times. So that could be, you know, invoicing, that could be like reporting, that could be hiring new people, that could be sales activities, that could be marketing activities and so on. Things that are to some extent, you know, to some extent could be standardized. So generally, if you are doing a thing for a second time and you will know that you will do like for a third time, you should be thinking to build an SOP. So SOPs is just a simple thing of building could be like a text form SOP or like a video form as well. With a video form, sometimes it could be harder just because maybe interface changes, maybe the, the process changes and so on. So pretty much you'll need to film the whole video again. Instead of if you have like in text, it most likely will just, you'll just need to change a few screenshots or just a few lines of text. So text type SOP could be a better way if you're looking a little bit ahead. So generally an SOP would be just describing how you do this stuff. So sometimes it could be, you know, very, very detailed depending on how much you like to micromanage. Sometimes it can be a little bit less specific, but generally the whole idea would be, you know, if you are doing like the onboarding, so let's say you need to send an email of, you know, technical stuff, maybe another email of, you know, getting the business information, the questionnaire and so on. So one of the you know first steps, once the client has come in, you have done the interview, everything is set, you're good to go. So you need to get the access, you need to, to fill up the form, then you need to, you know, log in them to, I don't know, Slack, other project management stuff. 
then you need to do a research. So you need to delegate maybe that research. Then you you need to you know start a communication, give the right expectation, maybe outline the plan, maybe jump on a call with them. Then after you know a few weeks, give them a report, maybe check with them a few times. Different stuff, maybe you know some of the information needs to be put in into a certain workspace of yours. If you're working, let's say we're working with ClickUp, so we put you know that in the right folders. So a team later on will will find the right information about the client and so on. So pretty much there's like a bunch of different things that you'll need to do. Maybe you know up to like even like 30, 50 tasks that needs to be done each time. It can be just followed. And it's not necessarily you that you'll need to do that. So that's why you would build an SOP for this activity. It will be easier for other people actually to follow. The other recommendation would be actually you're not the only one who can build the SOPs. You have other people in the team. In our case, we have advertisers, for instance. So we actually say, you know, guys, we trust you. We know that you're doing the things, you know, daily on the platform. So you would be the best ones to build an SOP in case later on, you know, we want to just build a knowledge base for other people in case, you know, another person will join the team. It will be easier for them, you know, to onboard them, more efficient and so on. So other people as well can build the SOPs too. That's not a big issue. You do the whole thing. You pretty much check after they will do it. You give the last, you know, comments. They change it, update it, and you're good to go. So definitely, SOPs can be built, and it should be built by other people as well. It just at the very beginning, you're the one who's building, maybe, but later on, you should focus on other people as well. So definitely, if the task is repeating, you should start building. It will save your time while onboarding people, saving your time. Finding the right people as well, you know, building your knowledge base too. And then it will ensure your quality as well. The other recommendation would be maybe to build a template for how the SOP should be built because different people can understand differently this whole structure of the SOPs. Therefore, we actually have like a structure for an SOPs to follow the headlines, the text, how it should be maybe described a little bit, to what extent and so on, because maybe some other people haven't really built the SOPs before. So following some of the templates would be pretty helpful. Having SOPs in like in a certain folders for everyone to be easy to access, to find it, is another recommendation. Yeah, and once now and then start building those SOPs, just because once the organizations start growing, you won't be able to build all the things. And actually, you want to have some kind of guidance once the new people come and free up your time to instead of just pretty much daily just jumping on a call with them. Instead, you could send, you know, 10 different files and then jump on a call with them and just after they review the files if everything is clear just double check with them there are any other questions or so it's definitely a lifesaver and it's something that you definitely will need to do so today's topic was about SOPs why it's helpful why it's needed hope it was uh, interesting listening and uh, definitely there's like way more stuff on Google and other resources. But in the simplest way, it just start building your knowledge base for other people. You'll see how helpful it will be. It will help to sustain your organization. It will help grow the organization as well. So see you later. Bye-bye. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.